This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Continue in Daf HaShavua, Olam Yisach Tivamez, Daf Peites. And the Gemara is discussing the following scenario. The Mishnah said that if an Eid Echad testified that a woman's husband died, and she went and she remarried, and then the guy walks in, not only do you need a get from the first husband who she was married to, and now we penalize her that she can't stay with him anymore because she's like a soita, but she needs a get from the second guy as well. She needs a, guy, a get from the second guy. So we're asked on uh, eight lines from the bottom on Pechas Amad Beis, I understand why she needs a get from the first guy. Because she was married to him. But why does she need to get from the second guy? She never was married to the second guy. So if Huna gave the following reason. Because it's Xero, people are going to say that, you know how she left the first guy? She left the first guy uh, with a get. And she married the second guy, rightfully. And now, when she leaves the second guy, people are going to say that Aisha uh, Sish is Yoitza Bloy Get. So therefore we need, to, we need the second guy to give a get because otherwise people are going to say she's just leaving the husband, this guy, without a get. So the Gemara asks, if so, the Mishnah later on that says, if an Eid Echad, it says Amru, but really it's an Eid Echad. The Mishnah later on says that if an Eid Echad says that your husband died and she does Kedushin to the second guy and then her husband walks in the door she's permitted to go back to the first guy. So why don't we say, well, if she married the second guy, people are going to say the first guy divorced her, and she did Kedushin, and now she's going back to the first guy, so Eishah Zish is Yoitzah Belaget. So Gemara says, Taka, in the second case, she needs a get. She needs a get in that case. So the Gemara says, well, if so, it's going to look like you're being machzer grushasoy, mishenisarsa. It looks like you're taking back a grusha. If Shitaka needs a get from the second guy, it looks, it looks like you're being machzer grushasoy. So the Gemara says, not a problem. We go like Rabbi Yossi ben Kippur, who says that machzer grushasoy is only aser min hanesu and not from Erasin. Now, this is what we're up to. Hamidik tani seifa. But the fact that the end of the Mishnah later on says, Even if the man who did Erisin to her gives a get, he doesn't exempt her from Kahuna. Obviously that means that that get is completely ineffective and it does absolutely nothing at all. But if the guy would have to give her a get so that... People don't say Eishas Ishyotzeb Leget. Then Alechol Apachos, it would be called Reach Haget, and she would be Aser to a Koyin. In other words, any time there's any reason at all to give a get, even if it's not really required, other than because of some far-fetched Chshash, that type of get would passel a woman from Kahuna. But the fact that in the Seifa, the Mishnah says that if the second guy who did Kedushin to her gives her a get, she does it, he doesn't passel her from kuhuna, that implies she doesn't really need a get. Because if she needed a get, why would she not be passel in kuhuna? 
So says the Gemara, Ella Seifa, Amri, in the Seifa, people are going to say, the reason why she doesn't need a get, I, people, we're afraid people are going to say that, that she's leaving her second husband we're, for no rhyme and reason, and we mattered an Ashesish. Must be, we're not worried people are going to say that. You know what people are going to say? If she left the guy without a get, it must have been the case was he married her on condition that she knows and when he gave her a farher, she didn't know and it was a Kedushet Tos. In other words, when people see that she just leaves him without any kind of document of divorce, people will assume it's Kedush, it was Kedushin al-Tanai, and the Tanai was not fulfilled. That's why we're not worried. The Gemara said, well, in the Seifa, didn't he give her a get? Because otherwise, people are going to say, So the Gemara says, no, we're not worried about that. Well, people will be down the Kavschot, that if she left him without a get, it must have been a Kedushin al-Tanai, uh, and the Tanai was not fulfilled. El Seifa Amri Kedushin Tosavu. Says Gemara, Reisha nami ami So in the Reisha, also, why do we say that she needs a get from the second guy? Why aren't we worried? Why don't we just say that when people see that she's leaving the second guy, they'll, they'll assume it's a Kedushay Tos. Says, or it's an Asuay Tos. Says the Gemara, Kansua Rabbanan. The rabbis penalized her that she needs a get. And we don't, we, we're not going to rationalize that people will be understanding and say it was a Kedushet Tos. Says Gemara, Seifa Nami Liknesu. Why don't we penalize her in the Seifa also? Because in the Seifa, she was not supposed to do Kedushin. So Gemara says a very big difference between the Reisha and the Seifa. In the Reisha, she did not vera. Reisha the of the Isura, Reisha she did Nesuin, she lived with the man, and therefore she did Navera, and therefore we're going to kenas her that she needs a get. But in the Seifa, she didn't do a Navera, she just did Kedushin. She shouldn't have done it, but it wasn't an Isra, she didn't live with him. Seifa, the of the Isura, like Kansur Now, the Mishnah says, new case, so if you're coming in now, you decided, it's uh, that test in Yavamis, now's, my, now's when I want to start Yavamis, you heard a rumor that the Yuvamis really starts daf Petes, which is true. The real starting point of Yuvamis is whenever you start. So you don't have to know anything. All you need to know is that if an Eid Echad says that a woman, a woman's husband died and she went and she remarried, she married someone else and the husband walks in, she does not get a Ksuba, not from the second guy and not from the first guy. Says Gemara, my time, Why? Says says my time What's the reason why the rabbis enacted Aksuba? Why does a woman get Aksuba? Because the Torah wants it to be difficult for the man to divorce her. It should not be light in his eyes to divorce her. Ha! But this woman, we want this woman to be light in his eyes to divorce. Ha! To We want this woman to be light in his eyes to divorce because she can't live with him because she was Mazana, she's a Saita. Now, this woman, she does not get payrois, she does not get supported from the first husband, she does not get reimbursed for the husband using her clothing. Says, why does she not get mezoinois? Tenai kisuba kisuba dami. Because 
the husband's obligation to support his wife was a stipulation of the ksuba. And the same way she does not get the ksuba, she doesn't get the stipulations of the ksuba. Now, some of these other benefits, though, it's not clear why they're connected to the ksuba. Peyrois, the husband's right to use peyrois, is not part of the ksuba. The fact that the husband does not have to reimburse her is not reimbursing a woman for peyrois is not part of the ksuba. It's a monetary obligation. So why does she not have rights to that uh, rights of why does she why is she not entitled to reimbursement for the peyrois the husband used? The the fact that she gets reimbursed for peyrois is not part of the ksuba. It's just they belong to her. So. It seems like the reason she doesn't get reimbursed is it's a penalty. It's not that she loses it because it's a Tanai HaKsuba and since she doesn't get the Ksuba, she doesn't get reimbursed. It seems like it's a straight-off penalty that a woman doesn't get reimbursed for the usage, his usage of the Peris. Now the Mishnah said that even if, let's say, she grabbed, she collected these collections, she collected her Ksuba, she collected the Peris, we take it away from her. Says Gemara, not If she took it, or if she collected it from either guy, we uh, take it back. We give it back to them. Says Gemara, Pshita, she stole. Why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't we give it back to to them? Says Gemara, Maybe I would think, you know, she doesn't really have a right to collect it. But if she's ready in her rishus, we're not going to take it out of her rishus. And no, we say it is, she has no rights to it whatsoever. Kamashmalan. Now. Havlad Mamzer. We say that if a woman was married to a guy, he was a great guy, and an Eid Echad said he died, so she went and she married another guy, and then he walked in. So now, obviously, the children she had from the second guy are Mamzerim, because she was an Eshesish. And now, if she goes back and lives with the first guy and produces more children, those children are Mamzerim. And the big question is going to be why? But the whole introduction until we get to the discussion of why the children from the first guy's mamzerim is a whole introduction regarding the laws of truma. See, Chazal wanted people to, to know some Hilchaz Rahim. So, there's the, the, the only way to do it is to sprinkle it into brachas, to Yavamis. So here we go. Tanan We learned over there Masech Trumas. Now we're learning in Mishnah Yomis Peah. But soon we'll be learning Trumais. Ein, this is Parag Beis of Trumais. Parag Beis, Mishnah Beis. Ein, Tarmen Menatame Alatar. When it comes to, to Truma, you can't be mafresh from Tame Truma to permit Tahar Truma. First of all, you're hurting the Kayin. Because you're hurting the kain. Why are you hurting the kain? Because now, what are you giving the kain? Tamei chuma, he can't eat it. There's very limited things he could do with it. He could use it for fuel. But Rashi says, you bring maps to the kain, so you know how to do that. Vim taram, if you did do it, b'shoigeg, chuma, say chuma. If you did it, b'shoigeg, it's effective. B'mezid, if you did it intentionally, you knew it was tamei, you did nothing. You didn't do anything. If you did it intentionally, you're now to do it. If you did it b'shoigeg, fine. B'meizid loyasav 
My of Leiklam. Vas meant you didn't do anything. What does it mean, Layas of Leiklam? So we're going to have a Machloikes, Reb Chizda, and Reb Nassim Reb Aishia, Amar Reb Chizda, Layasa Vloiklam, Kal Iker. The Afilu Ahi, Griyuya, Reb Chizda said, You didn't do anything at all. You did nothing. Layasav Klum doesn't just mean that the Tahar produce is not permitted. But that but even that How do they translate the word griyua, kernel? Even that stalk? What's the translation of the word griyua? What do you got over there? Anyone? Sorry, I'm, I'm muted. You got something? What? Uh huh. Even that measure that you took off, even that. Item that that grain, what's even what you did take off is still tevel. Meaning loyosloyklum doesn't just mean you didn't matter the tahar truma, but even what you were mafresh is not truma. When we say you didn't do anything to be masakin that which is tahar, aval truma but what you were mafresh, you were mafresh. Meaning. A, that which your mafresh is chuma, and B, were you misakain the tame chuma? So the the opinion of Rab Chizda is loy asa v'loy klum. The opinion of Rab Nas Rabbaishia is loy asa v'loy klum misakain es hashirayim avud chuma habi. Okay, so the machlok is what does it mean you didn't do anything? Does it mean you did nothing? Your actions were completely ineffective. Or they were only ineffective regarding the tahar chuma, but regarding the tamei chuma, it uh, it was effective. Says Gemara, Rav Chizda Layamar Krav Nasim Rav Chizda, who said you did absolutely nothing, he did not say like Rav Nasim Rav Why? The e amrit have chuma, because if you're going to say really it is chuma, it's just. It's it's not effective for the tahar. Meaning, if you're going to say like he said that what you did is truma, but you got to do it again. Meaning, think about what Rav Nasser Abayshia says. He says what you are mafresh truma is truma, and then you got to go again and be mafresh truma on the ta- from the tahar truma. So basically, you got to do it twice. Now, what what, what are we talking? About? We're talking about a mazid over here. So we're not talking about the greatest guy in the world. We're talking about a guy who the rabbi said, don't be mafres chuma on Tameh, from Tameh to Tahar. And the guy said, I don't care what the rabbi said. <laughs> well, since one doesn't listen to the rabbis. So the guy is amazed, Nick. And if we're going to say that what he was mafres chuma, and, and, we have, and we're telling him to do it again, you really think he's going to listen to the rabbis? He didn't listen to the rabbis the first time. 
<laughs> the rabbi said, don't be mafrish, tame antar. And the guy said, I don't care. So now we say, oh, you Russia, now you have to go back and be mafrish truma on the tahar stuff. The guy said, jump in a lake. I don't listen to the rabbis the first time, why would I listen to them the second time? So therefore, Rav Chizda says, loyasav loyklum means what he did is ineffective. So we tell him, pal, you were a mafrish truma. We told you not to do it, and you know you should know, according to Allah, what you did was ineffective. So now he'll go ahead and be mafresh on the tahar. But if we're telling him what he did was effective, but he has to do it again, he's not going to do it again. That's the svara of Reb Chizda, okay? Reb Chizda's svara is that it has to be what he did is completely ineffective. If it is effective, and we just tell him to do it again, he's not going to listen. So now the Gemara is a kasha. The kasha, it's the famous watermelon kasha. I know, you're sitting there in uh, the coast, south coast, west coast, wherever you're sitting, and you're, you're dreaming about watermelons. So here, it's your dream come true. Okay, here we go. Why is it different from that which we learned in a Mishnah? This Mishnah is also in Shumai's Paragimel Mishnah Aleph, quoted in the Gemara Kedusha Memva. Another halacha is you can't be mafresh inferior from inferior quality to superior quality. mara, one who is toyrem from watermelons, and it came out to be bitter. Now this is talking about a shoyge. The guy didn't know it was bitter. It's not like the watermelon has an ID card. By the way, pal, I'm a bitter watermelon. There's no way he was going to know. I've, um, so, excuse me, Krishus is just a gourd. We're not up to watermelon yet. Ah, avatiach sarach. A watermelon, it turned out to be sour. Chuma. It's chuma v'yachsa v'yachrim. And he has to go back and do chuma and take off chuma again. So, I think uh, I, I spilled the I, I left the cat out of the bag too early. Let's assume right now we don't know whether this case is shogeg or mazed. Basically, in this case, the guy was not. You're not supposed to be mafresh from inferior to superior, and this is what the guy did. And we said what you did is effective, but he has to do it again. So that's a stira too. Reb Chizda, because Reb Chizda says that when somebody is mafresh. Um al Tahar, what he did was completely ineffective. Says Gemara, what kind of kasha is that? Shogig amazed karmas. You can ask me a stupid between shogig amazed. Shogig loyavadisura. In this case, by the watermelons, he didn't do an iser. It's uh he didn't know it was sour or it was bitter. So therefore it's effective, he has to do it again. Because he's a good guy. We're talking about a good guy. A good guy, you could tell him what you did is effective, but you got to do it again. We're not afraid he's not going to listen to the rabbis. Mazid called it a surah. But by Mazid, he did an iser. We told him, you're not allowed to be mafresh uh, antar. And he knew it, he did it anyway. So it's not going to be effective to tell him to do it again, he's not going to listen to us. So it says Gemara, okay, fine. But we could still ask a stereo between Shagig and Shagig. By Truma. Virami Shagig, Shagig. Hacha Katani Bishagig, Truma Sai Truma. 
back up in the Mishnah, all the way in the beginning. We say, And if you did, the truma is a truma. That implies, it's a good truma. And you don't have to do it again. But by the bitter watermelon, we say it's a good chum, but he, and he has to do it again. So why shoigeg by tamay and tahar, it's a good chum, and you don't have to do it again, and by the bitter watermelon case, you do have to do it again. The answer is there's, a, there's a, two kinds of shoigeg. One is a, a completely honest mistake. Where How would the guy know that it's tamay? Or let's say he didn't know... Or he didn't know the halacha b'chalal, that you can't be mafresh tamayatar. So it was an innocent mistake. Innocent mistake, we say, but the evidence it's a good shuma. But by watermelons, which everybody knows, they could be sour. And therefore you need to taste them before. The guy should have tasted them. Oh, I didn't know, I'm a shoigig, pal. When you have a way to ascertain the facts, you're not a full-fledged shoigig. It says, Hasam shoigig karvlamezid. He should have tasted it. So basically we say like this. By Mazid, you did absolutely nothing because we can't tell you to do it again. You're not going to listen. By completely Shoigeg, it's good with the Yavid. If it's Shoigeg covered, if it's good, it's good, but you still got to do it again. Says the Gemara for Rami, Mazid, Amazid, we could still ask a stira of two Mazid cases, one on the other. Here, according to Abhizda, if you intentionally are mafrish, tameatar, you did nothing. And now we have another case. How can he taste it prior to taking chuma? Ah, good question. How do you taste it? Dr. Pinchas is asking, you should have tasted it. It's Tevel, he can't taste it, yeah? Look at the second to last Toysus. You know what he... I, but it's Tevel. Toysus is bothered by Dr. Pinchas's question. Toysus says, Be mafrish meneu bay from the watermelon onto the watermelon. Carve out a little piece of the watermelon. That will be matter the watermelon. Then you'll taste the watermelon. He says, Kedeshi But that's not the only approach. But that's a uh, shot. That the guy should have been uh, masaking that item so he could have tasted it. Okay. But here's another case. We know that if, uh, food, if food is in a flower pot, it might not be chayiv in chumas amasis medaris. It depends if the flower pot is atzus nakav atzus If it has a hole in it, so it's nourished from the ground, it's like karkan, it's chayiv medaraisa. If it's uh, no hole in it, so it's not really karkan, it's only chayiv medrabanan. So you can't be mafresh from food that grows in a flower pot that doesn't have a hole in it. So that's only chayiv medrabanan. You can't take from there to be masakin food that's in a flower pot that has a hole in it, that's chayiv medaraisa. So here you have a guy. This is a Mishnah in Demai, Parakei Mishnah Yod, also quoted in Kedushin and in Menachis. Hatoyim Mishain Nakav al Nakav. Someone who takes truma from a flower pot that doesn't have a hole, for a pot that has a hole. Truma, it's a good truma. Vyachsavriyachim, you gotta do it again. I. 
This guy is amazed. We told him not to do it. We told him, look, one is Chaim Nirvanon and the other is Chaim Midaray, so it's not going to be effective. So we say, it's a good Shuma, he should do it again. Why are we not concerned that the guy is going to ignore us and therefore we should have said the truma is not effective at all? Says the Gemara, Betray Mani Tsayas. Since we're in two different entities, if we tell the guy, pal, your hafrasha was ineffective, you need to be mafresh on the otzutz that has a hole. He said, oh, I get that, that makes sense. Item A is not going to be effective for item B. But when you're dealing with a field, and one is tame, one is tar, the guy cannot differentiate between one plant and the other. It's all laying in the same field. So if we tell him, you know, what you did is ineffective, that frush you did from something which is tame is not effective for something which is tar, he can't wrap his head around that. He's going to think we're just busting his chops and he's not going to listen to us and be mafresh on the tar. So we say like this, betray mani into our vessels, tzayis, so listen to us, mani So basically, there are four categories. When a guy is totally mazed, and he's intentionally not listening to us. According to Rabbi Chizda, we say what he did was absolutely worthless. Not only does it not work for the item which is tahar, even the item he was mafresh is ineffective. When the guy is completely innocent, then truma say truma, then it's completely effective. When the guy is karoiv lamezid, where he, let's say, he uh, didn't realize that it was from an inferior quality to a superior quality, but he could have done his due diligence, and we say what he did is effective, but he has to do it again. However, there are times by Mazid where we also tell him he has to do it again, namely where he'll listen to us. Why? Because it's two separate items. Thank you everybody for joining us this fine evening. And Bez Hashem, um, if anybody wants, this week the Agra de Pirkoshir is Tuesday, 11.40 tomorrow a.m., 11.40 a.m. Tomorrow, 5 p.m. is Achaz Chaim of the Rosh. And tomorrow night, 9.15, Mesech de Yivamas, Peitesa Mabez. Okay, Kaltov, everyone. Shkoyach Reb David, good to see you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.